Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to episode 156 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back in the Christmas spirit for a December episode as we get closer to the holiday. Steve, how's it going? Ooh, uh, it's going well, Derek. Not chilly where I am. Yeah, um, true. So true. we're not fully in the Christmas spirit here in Florida yet. Yep. Um, but, I mean, I was at the beach on Sunday, so. <laughs> <laughs> what is the actual temperature there, like today or the Current- average this week? So it's the perfect thing. This December's perfect in uh, right. Florida because it's cold in the morning. You like wake up and you get you walk your dog and you get your little chills. It's like ooh, like mid fifties. You're like ooh, that's yeah. a little cold. I can wear a little sweater. And then by midday, early afternoon, you're at the pool. Like I, right. you can go to the beach <laughs> from one to three, and it's 75, 80 degrees. Right. Um, so there's big swings, but during the day it's beautiful. At night it gets cold. It's just yep. perfect. Nice. Yeah. So you got that little kind of that uh, you get that brief feeling of like the, you know, the northeast winter almost just for like a few minutes in the morning, you know. Yeah. It's, it's then, all yeah. you need. You just, yeah. need, you just need a little <laughs> jolt to wake you up yeah, in the morning. It's right, like a right, like right. cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Unless you in, but you got to be careful not to sleep in too much because then you, then you miss it and it's, it's summer again. You know, right, exactly. So. Winter in the morning, summer during the day. <laughs> Um, uh, and I heard it snowed in Boston already. It, it did snow a little bit last night, just a little dusting, not not, uh, not too much. <laughs> um, we haven't reached the frigid frigid temperatures yet, but it's it's gotten down there a couple times into the probably the high twenties. Um, oh, but the the averages have been typically in the upper thirties. I would I say I haven't lately. heard the word twenties so. <laughs> in so long. Like that used to be an everyday yeah. occurrence for me. I would like yeah. look. There were there were times when I looked at my weather app and it had a single digit. Yeah, I haven't thought about those moments in so yeah. long. I'm we haven't so gotten happy. a single digit uh, this year. And to be honest, actually, you know, really, I haven't thought about the single digit a whole lot either because of the entire pandemic. Right. Like right. last winter. Sure. Like I might have looked and seen it was nine degrees out, but I wasn't going outside if it was nine right. degrees last year because we were all staying inside anyway. Right. And so I wouldn't certainly pick one the time that it was nine degrees out to go outside. Right. So um so yeah, this will be an, uh, a reawakening, I think, to the single digit temperatures this winter for me. So, um, what would you haven't rather, gotten there yet. Haven't gotten what there. Would yet, you rather so. catch COVID or go outside in nine degrees? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll, I'll I'll take the nine degrees outside, uh, but uh, it's a hard choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're back for episode one fifty six. Um, quick breakdown of the uh, episode today: we have some sports in the beginning, then a couple of slide into our DMs questions, then some miscellaneous topics. And we end with the final drive. Sound good, Steve? Sounds good to me, Derek. All righty. Without further ado, let's kick it off with sports. The Monster Jam. All righty. So starting with sports, um, college football playoff uh, is probably one of the bigger storylines as we hit that peak uh, NFL regular season territory. Right. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL, but not much. Um, college football, uh, Steve, I, I don't know. Have you watched much college football this year other than the teams that we root for? You know, mainly just the teams that we root for. I will say, and I'll have an update on this later, but getting the gambling app <laughs> on my phone has kind of, it, it made me pay more attention, but yeah. college football, unfortunately, during starting a new job and moving, yeah, right. um, got kind of knocked to the bottom of the priority list. But I, I do yeah. know the biggest teams and I do know 
why we're talking about it today. Right. So. <laughs> um, as I've a phrase that I've used quite often, and I think this applies for you, it fell Love outside it. of your sports bandwidth. It, exactly. it was outside of your bandwidth for sports at a given time. Um, so that makes total sense. Um, certainly we'll revisit the gambling element there. And I know you're a big, uh, college football, uh, bowl season guy as well. Oh, so that, that's going to be coming up as well. So this is sort of the entry into that discussion with the marquee bowls and the matchups that we got set. Right. So, uh, entering last weekend, the top four in college football, uh, entering the weekend was number one, Georgia two Michigan, three Bama four Cincinnati entering the weekend. Um, those four teams all made the playoffs, so there was no big surprise there. But the big surprise was that Alabama upset Georgia, who was uh, 12-0 and entering the game. Georgia had been consensus number one for quite a while, right? So Bama upsets them, really kind of dominates them in yeah. the game. And once again, we end up in a scenario where, of course, <laughs> if Georgia had just beaten Alabama, just like run the table, done their job, the what, what most people probably, I, I won't say most people wanted, a lot of people like Alabama too, but we would have had ourselves just one SEC team in the college football playoff. Instead, Alabama beats Georgia, another classic case of the SEC teams beating themselves. And what do you know? We have two teams in the playoff. So the, what, the SEC yeah, thrives off good losses. They thrive they off it. They really do. And it's like you, you you compare the resumes and it's who's got the better loss, right? And I know this, this right. has happened all the time. And and they just sort of, they, 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 they reap these benefits without really paying any of the price of being in the SEC, right? But right. so all that said, I, I want to be clear as much as we kind of rag on that part of it. I, I, sir, I wouldn't argue against both Bama and Georgia being in the playoff. But um, here's where the kind of the intrigue came in, which is that, OK, now Bama just upset Georgia. What is the actual ranking going to be? Because we have a Cincinnati team in the playoff this year who is, yes, 13 and 0, but a lot of people would consider them a massive underdog in this playoff, given that they're a group of five school from the AAC. Um, so we're going to come back to Cincinnati in just a second and get your thoughts on on finally really the first time a non-Power 5 team is actually benefiting from the new playoff structure. Right. But where I kind of was a little bit um, not sure how I feel about it is that Bama comes out of that being number one. Where entering that last weekend, Bama was number three, Michigan was number two, yeah, right, and Michigan wins their Big Ten championship game forty-two to three against Iowa, who was ranked thirteenth, right. Yeah. So, against the number thirteen team, you win forty-two to three, and that's not enough to keep yourself ahead of Alabama, right? Like entering the weekend, it right. the committee deemed that Michigan was ahead of Alabama, and so the result of that now is that Alabama gets to draw Cincinnati in the in the first round of the in the college football yeah. playoff while Michigan draws the cards of having to go up against the Georgia team that just lost their first game of the well, year. Well, they just right? didn't want an immediate rematch of Bama Georgia, right. which is and, annoying. And so the committee claims they don't think about that, right? But that's one of those things where it's like you'd be instantly pinning Bama Georgia right back rematch with each other, right? That would be great. That's what it would I agree. That's I agree. what people want. Yeah. And it's like just round two, like like duke it out again, another neutral site again, right? Like it just, yeah. and I get the how it's might maybe unfair to Bama because it's like, oh, you just got to beat this team again now the next week. But that's kind of the price. That's again, that's the price you pay for being in the SEC and being right. an automatic walk in, right? But instead, so, they don't. You're right. They don't pay the price for being in the SEC, right? Because and now you know, not to say that Georgia, like obviously Georgia losing now sets them up with. I mean, Michigan's a really tough team. But it's just, you know, it feels like they don't they never really pay that price of like all the benefits they reap with the reputation. Right. So all that said, 
you know, personally, I don't think that Bama should have leapfrogged all the way to one, mainly because they weren't the week before. You know, it's like, right. what are what are the committee's rankings worth if <laughs> if if you're ahead of Alabama and you win forty two to three in your championship game, and you can't stay ahead of Alabama with that performance, right? It doesn't right. really make sense to me. Um, but all that said, playoffs are set, so it's Bama versus Cincinnati in the early game, and then obviously the more marquee matchup because the teams are higher profile. Michigan, Georgia in the night game. So we won't really talk about Michigan, Georgia, unless you want to have any thoughts about that. My main question is, what are your thoughts about the first kind of non power five team in Cincinnati getting their chance? Because for years we saw UCF teams, you know, who went undefeated and never got their chance to get in. Now it's happening. What are your, what's your anticipation for that? I am the biggest fan. Finally, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I railed about it when UCF didn't make it because and I get it. UCF probably wasn't as good, but they they ended up beating Auburn, right? Who yeah, who yeah. beat the national championship? Who beat the right. national champion? So like, they were good enough. They proved they were good enough mm-hmm. in the end, and never got their shot. Um, and that's the whole point of this stupid expanded playoff. Like, the exact reason you go from two teams to four teams is to include the thirteen and O team that probably shouldn't be like a top two team. Right. Yeah, it's not just right. to like let in more SEC teams, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm pumped. I hope this continues. I I do get the idea that they have to play good people, but like Bama, Michigan, Michigan and Georgia all deserve to win it. And a yep. third bumpy 13 to no Cincinnati team deserves to be in it too. So like yeah. you could put X like Bama, Michigan and Georgia and any other undefeated, it could be Eastern yeah. Carolina undefeated, and I'd still be very happy. You know, yeah, like yeah, that's what this is about. They they earn their shot. Now, if you start yeah. getting four or five, thirteen to no, <laughs> right, random teams, maybe yeah. then you have a problem. But expand the playoffs like everyone wants, and you'll yeah. be fine. Well, right, and you know, all those UCF years, there was you know there was at least the argument that they played like no one, right? Like there were there were some years that maybe UCF literally like didn't play a ranked opponent, right? I mean. That's not the case for Cincinnati. Cincinnati right. has a win over Notre Dame on their resume. They beat uh, Houston, who was ranked 16th in their championship game, right? So they have quality wins on their resume. They're undefeated. They certainly deserve it. But your point is taken where it's like, I agree, that is the purpose of the playoff. And so in a year where there might have been like a two loss team, right? Like, let's say, let's say this, you know, that let's say Bama didn't win that game. So then Bama gets out, right? And you're looking at like a, a Notre Dame versus Cincinnati, right? Like that, you know, in a lot of past years, they would put Notre Dame in because they're Notre Dame. And like, even though they lost a game and this other team didn't lose a game, well, they're Notre Dame and their loss was against so-and-so and it's right. better. Good and, loss, you know, great loss. Right. And, yeah. and so I am glad that, that there was really no hesitation with putting Cincinnati in and not even considering Notre Dame or Ohio State or any of these other teams leapfrogging them. It's going to be interesting now. This could be counterproductive to the cause if Bama goes out there and beats Cincinnati like fifty-four to nothing, right? Like, I mean, well, a lot of like I'm not I'm not saying I would disagree anymore yeah. with putting them in, but a lot of people will sit there and say, you know, why do these teams belong in the playoff? Yeah. And and that's going to be inevitable. So I'm certainly rooting for Cincinnati to be competitive at least in that game against Bama. But yeah, and we also need more like Boise State Oklahoma games or like those UCF yeah. Auburn games where those teams that have nothing to lose do anything to win. Yes. Like right. Cincinnati, I guarantee you, will run a couple trick plays. They will they mm-hmm. will go out there guns blazing trying to win that game. Bama will yeah. do its let its five 
offensive. Let's five starting NFL offensive linemen (laughs) sit there and block for a quarterback who takes a three step drop and throws it. You know, like Cincinnati's going to be doing things to to try to scratch and claw to win, and that's fun to watch. Right. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully that ends up being a better game than most people are probably billing it for, given that it's uh, the earlier time slot, probably biggest point spread probably in a while for a college football game, a playoff game. I think it's like a 14 point spread. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully Cincinnati can uh, can make that one competitive. So uh, so that's really all it is for the playoff there. Uh, one more topic on another bowl that you have. I think this yeah. one's relevant to you in, in many ways. Maybe Derek, a mini shout out here as well. Yeah. My old company, TransPerfect. <laughs> I yeah. worked there for five years in Boston. Yep. Is sponsoring the Music City Bowl. Un- unreal. <laughs> it's the Trans Perfect Music yeah. City Bowl in yeah. Nashville. The Music yeah. City Bowl is not like a media it's like a it's like a mid-tier, mid-high tier bowl. Yeah. Um it's I think it's Tennessee and Purdue. It's it's yeah. Has your company ever sponsored a they bowl? Have not. They have <laughs> oh. not. No, and I, I gotta reach out and figure out what's going on there. Right? Um, I don't even know what the I wish like <laughs> it's the one time that I wish I was back at my old job. And yeah. I was like, by now I would probably been there eight years. I would definitely yeah. would have gotten tickets. I would have been involved in like the yeah. the planning, all the swag. I don't know. It's right. just a a missed opportunity and I didn't want yeah. to I don't know. I, I don't have anything to say about it except that it's <laughs> weird. You know, I've yeah, I now mean, it's on the list of stupid like bad boy mowers bowl, cheese it bowl. It's also the Transperfect <laughs> Music City Bowl. I used to work there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, you kind of just answered this, I guess. But like, like having worked there, and like I know that I know that you guys used to always do tons of promotional stuff. Oh yeah, have have a bunch of swag and a bunch of burning through money. You know, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I mean, like, how involved (laughs) do you think that you, as a normal employee of the company, would have been in the bowl? Like, do you think everybody's going? Like, do you think like Derek? How how many people do you think are going there? How much Transperfect crap? did I get you throughout the years? Way more. Like I have, <laughs> I, I don't know how much of it I still have, but I had way more transperfect stuff than I had any business having. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> so I guarantee you, I, we would be drowning in music city bowl <laughs> swag, maybe not even swag, but possibly tickets. Yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I might reach out to some old coworkers and just kind of see what the process was like. I still know some yeah. people in the Marcom department and just like, I don't even know. I would love to know the, the like process behind it like right how who do you contact like who yeah. ha, who do you bid for it do you like how do you get your name on a on a bowl right. game so uh that might be a, a good thing for a future podcast to kind of yeah find that out but yeah just something to note yeah crazy so so there you go the uh the trans perfect music city bowl in nashville definitely tune into that one whenever it is we don't even have it written down here but <laughs> just yeah. figure out, google it and figure out what it is yeah um, anything else on college de- football? December 30th, December 30th. There you go. Um, anything else on college ball before we move on to a couple other sports topics? No, sir. All righty. So actually, do you want to do your, your gambling topic first on the topic of college football? I do. Okay. Yeah, um, let's do that. So I don't know if you know, Derek, but the Florida gambling compact, the, the law with the Seminole tribe of Florida has been officially struck down. Yeah. I did hear something about that. Yeah. So, and it's very clearly needed to be. It very clearly needed to be struck down. The, the judge's <laughs> opinion is like, you were allowed. the The law le- legitimately says you can gamble on Indian reservation property, and your argument is the servers are on Indian property. So everyone <laughs> in Florida with a phone is gambling on Indian. Is like the stupidest argument. But yeah. it was a quick money grab. So and right, they got right. 
it, it legitimately was devastating. Like, I now know what it feels like to be addicted to something. And it was fast. <laughs> like, the first weekend after the site went down, yeah, my Sunday wasn't as good. Objectively, my <laughs> Sunday was worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just wanted to gamble. I wanted to kind of... It just made everything sports-related a bit brighter. Yeah. And a bit more just, dangerous. And you're just sitting there watching stupid games... And you have no stake in the outcome. <laughs> I realized how little I care about most sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, that's the latest update. I was on a heater too. I just won Dang. a part, couple of parlays. Uh, it was all the rage. I, I mean, like, if it doesn't come back soon, well, me and most like 20, 30 year old men in Florida will talk about that couple weeks where <laughs> the sports gambling app was up and it was yeah. a riot. Every, that's all anyone could talk about. It was so funny. Now, can you still gamble at the casino that uh, that hosted that? Like yeah. physically? So yeah. physically, you can go to the Hard Rock Casino, which is not far. Like, to be honest, yeah. I could drive 15 minutes and put in a couple bets on Sunday yeah. morning. But right. just the fact that yeah. you could like roll over in bed and be like, oh, I got games today. Or like yeah, be at work. Right. Like, you know what? Let me see what, like, what do I think uh, Trey Young's going to shoot? Is he going to over under 30 points tonight? You know, just yeah. random. More casual than like, planning out a trip to the casino right. if I, that you if don't I'm really want to do. the, <laughs> If I'm driving the casino, it's going to make my losses way worse. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, okay. right. Yeah. Um, so Dang. anyway, that's my that's update. A I, it's, it's a bad update, but it needed to be said because I, yeah. I got some texts from friends who, after we did the gambling podcast, were like, I feel the same way. Like I am immediately, like I love it. I'm immediately addicted and like it, it's got me. And so I'm sure they're feeling the same way. So yeah, shout out to my boys. Sorry about it. There you go. Tough, tough break there, but hopefully comes back sooner than later. And uh, hopefully same in Massachusetts, like we talked about, hopefully next year. Yeah. Two year um, timeline. Yeah. So uh, moving to the next topic, the NFL playoffs are inching closer and closer. Now, if we were on a normal uh, prior to this schedule expansion, we'd be very close to the playoffs at this point. Um, but with the extra week, there's still an, an extra game. So most teams have either four or five games left. Um, but Steve, are you familiar with football outsiders? Do you know what do you know what that is? Uh, I can I can out of context I can guess yeah, what it is. It's one of those advanced Sports analytics, blog, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, advanced analytics like uh, one of the actually like a lot of their metrics are some of the more used advanced analytics for like individual players. So like DVOA, I don't know if you've seen that, but like it's like defense adjusted value over average or something. It's basically the baseball nerd equivalent like of for sure. football, right? Um, and so. Would you care to guess? You can probably guess based on the fact that I put it here on what the most likely Super Bowl matchup, according to their odds, is for this Super Bowl, this season's Super Bowl in the NFL. I I know (laughs) what it is and I know the percentage. Do you know the percentage? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it now. According to this site, anyway, I I, I see the percentage. Um, It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers (laughs) versus the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl 2022. Yep. That is correct. Um, and the percentage, 10% that you have? Right now, it says 15.2%. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know when you looked, but the Patriots' most recent win has raised all of their percentages yeah. as far as like the matchup. The, you know, that win that made I mean, them more likely. Great win for them. So, Good job. But I don't, that shouldn't. Advanced analytics-wise, right. feels it's like it like shouldn't <laughs> matter a lot. <laughs> in 10 degrees, in 90-mile-per-hour wins. Yeah. Like, good win. Congrats to the Pats. But. I don't think that's an indication of if you can beat right. the Bills in the to- Super Bowl. Yeah, totally agree. Um, but anyway, just a fun little tidbit worth noting because we've 
obviously what would you do what would you because like, i don't I, know because i'm don't know. satisfied <laughs> at this point like we can get to the super bowl again and lose the pats and i'd still be like we still have tom brady we won last year i'm I don't, I don't say even I, if it I'd was to the Pats even, of all the teams. I don't feel what you guys feel. You know, like yeah, that's I, true. I don't that's feel true. I don't feel the hatred towards the Pats. I almost feel like grateful. I'm almost like yeah. thank you for giving us Tom Brady. <laughs> um, that's true. Yeah, the Pats fans have have way more invested in that game yeah. than I mean, Bucks right. fans of course want to win the Super Bowl, but not. No, no, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Like Buck, like yeah, Bucks fan. There's no necessarily greater impact on Bucks fans that they'd be facing the Patriots versus anyone else. Right. For for the neutral football fan, the internet's going to break. Oh, it's like like, yeah. like 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 the internet will break if that is the matchup. Like It should be. They should like, just make it happen. Just yeah, stop the, yeah, just stop yeah. the season and wait 5 weeks yeah. and have them play. <laughs> um so there you go. There's not really much to talk about there. I don't want to jump, you know, jump the gun on that at all. There's, well, here's there's a both, both teams have a lot of football to play. Yeah, go ahead. Who do you think has a better chance at making the Super Bowl? Between the Bucks, that's and a good the question. Pats. That's a good question. So, I could make an argument on both sides. Um, make it quickly. The the obviously it should be the Bucks because what all of those advanced analytics don't really account for is that you have Tom Brady, right? right? And, and like the quarterback's experience has proven time and time again to be a significant factor in playoff football, right? Totally. The quarterback's not. I shouldn't say experience. The quarterback's track record, right? Not just experience. Like, have you played before? But right. track record. The Patriots, though, have a way should, in theory, have a way easier road opponent wise than the Bucs do. The best teams in the league are in the NFC. In fact, most of those rankings of Super Bowl odds, like that's why the Patriots are the most likely team to be in the Super Bowl in the AFC because of their opponents. Whereas the the Bucs have the Cardinals, the Packers, the Rams, like all these good teams that have given them trouble as well. Um, So I don't know if you make me pick one. If you make me pick one, I'm. I'd probably pick the Patriots. You're the. Be, I knew be, you would. Like that's why I'm, I asked I'm you. Biased. Like, I know, but as like, long as you know your butt, because like the yeah, obvious no, answer yeah. is the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also no. have Tom Brady. Yes, no, but but the, it's not as wild as it should be. Like you're right, we have a much harder route to this. Yeah, football. yeah, and well, and and on top of that too, like as of today, right, the Patriots have a bye week as well. Like if the if this season ended today, they get the first round bye. So that's another big yeah. uh, advantage. Of course, the Bucks didn't have the bye last year and still got to the Super Bowl and won it. But um, you know, even just being a defending champion has its has its challenges too. True. Like at, at having seen Brady here for a while, like it wasn't actually that often that they got back there back to back years. Like it was it was it, it was spread out. You know, it's hard to re- to repeat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, either way, just uh, I'll put it this way: a conversation. I, that I did not expect would be having uh, 10 weeks totally. ago. Totally. So, I, I I, I mean, I'm impressed with the Pats. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not like Mac Jones is the savior, but I think it's a well, I mean, Belichick yeah. has proven he's he's still got it. It's reminiscent of just like other teams that had like the, the young quarterback who wasn't asked to do a whole lot, you know, like right. the early uh, Ben Roethlisberger Steelers or the early Patriots or like some of those teams that just were built well without the need for like a stud quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see a lot of football to play though. Um, anything else on NFL? We'll come no, back to that, that obviously, be the as the be playoffs the come around. Yeah. <laughs> um, last sports topic. Um, so, Steve, have you been watching some hockey? I have or, been or, watching <laughs> some hockey, actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 
back-to-back champs for Lightning yeah, too. True. So I got to watch hockey too. Yeah, you got your all my real, real in at this point. Yeah. Um, with ESPN's emergence of hockey, I feel like a lot of neutral fans are also seeing more highlights, like on Twitter and you know, mm-hmm. uh, random uh, you know just things they see. Um, Trevor Zegras. Never heard of him before. Don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Probably not. Um, tried the sort of looked like he tried the Michigan goal, you know, like the classic Michigan, like around, flip it up yeah. on the stick and tuck it in the corner yeah. um, from behind the net. Uh, did you, So you want to describe the play or you want me to describe the play? I will try to describe the play, but it's going to be difficult. Be, it's difficult because it's not a hockey play. Yeah. Like right. what we're describing is not a hockey thing. So Trevor Zegras completed an alley oop. <laughs> To Sony Milano, two guys I've never heard of, yeah. Anaheim Ducks. I don't care about the yeah. Anaheim Ducks at all. <laughs> but Trevor Zegras is alone behind the net, trying like trying to score with the goalie has his back to him behind the net, flipping his, uh, doing little deeks back and forth, scoops the puck up, puck is on his stick, flips it over the net. So the goalie flips it basically over the net and over the goalie's head. And the goalie's facing down the ice. And one of his teammates, Sonny Milano, slams it home. Like, yeah, alley oop. Like a alley, slam dunk. alley oop. I'm trying like, to think yeah. of like, yeah. yeah. Like, what's another, like, a, almost like a lacrosse goal, you know? Like, he, yeah. he, like, threw it to a guy cutting in the air and he, sla- and he just slapped it in from the air. It yeah. was wild. From I behind mean, the net, over the net. Yeah. Just like, yeah. just not, has never happened before. We've never seen a goal like that before. Either of those two things that had to happen would have been incredible. Yeah. yeah Either one. Right. Yeah. And both happened. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it's, I know it's hard to describe crazy things over the radio. Yeah. Um, but Google the Anaheim. What did you do to find it? You just type just Anaheim, Anaheim Ducks, Ducks goal. goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First <laughs> thing that comes up because it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can definitely check that out. It's a phenomenal play. And like you said, what I think is cool about it is that we, it's really not often that you just, that you have a hockey goal. That's like, wow, I've never seen a goal like that. Right. You know, like, like, I mean, I, I love hockey. It's my favorite sport, but like, you don't typically see like lots of goals that are like, I've never seen a goal like that before, yeah. you know, just totally unique. And so that's first one in a while that I can remember that it's like that, that, that one's new. So, yeah. um, yeah. we'll see if it becomes a trend of people. It's, it won't be easy to keep pulling it off, but we'll see if anyone else tries, if tries people, it. <laughs> if hockey just became like a sport where you carry the puck on your stick, everyone just got be, got good enough to not have to use the yeah. ice. <laughs> it just became it, lacrosse. A, a play like that is real tricky because your stick has to stay below the crossbar. So like he, like right. he, had, he had to, it was perfectly executed, like just below the crossbar when he bats that in. Um, just an amazing goal. So um, anything else on hockey? No, Derek. Nothing else on All right. <laughs> All right. So that brings us into section number two, which involves the fans. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to slide into We forgot to do the. We did. We forgot to redo it. <laughs> we did. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Well, um, well, I promise. <laughs> this is a promise to the fans. <laughs> By it's episode one fifty six. Yeah. By episode one sixty. Yes, that's a good milestone to set. We will change the slide into <laughs> our DMs. <laughs> uh, that's a yeah sound effect. That'll be it'll I be our promise. New Year's resolution. The first yes. one that we'll check off. <laughs> so that's four weeks. It's four times. It's like yep. ten weeks from now. I have ten <laughs> weeks to change 
the slide into our DMs sign. I think I think we can do it. I think from we can do like it. drunk, like a couple drunk Steves yelling. Yeah. Slide. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we have two questions today. Um, first one comes from Murph, which is probably basically replacing a segment that we normally just kind of like randomly talk about TV shows and movies that right. we've watched. Yeah. Um, Murph is going to ask us to distill this a little bit. And he's asking for the best movie or show of 2021, implying the best movie or show that you've watched of 2021 or your mm-hmm. favorite or whatever, however you want to handle that question. So what are your thoughts, Steve? 2021, uh, basically getting to the end of the year here. What's the best movie or show? The best movie or show that I watched in 2021, and this is going to be a a hot take. This is a surprising okay. take. Okay. But the best show that I watched in 2021 was Loki on Disney Plus. Okay, nice. It is. Nice. I think everyone should watch it. And I am not a Marvel guy. I'm not like yeah. a fanboy. I just had like a free trial of Disney Plus. I was like, oh, right. Loki's probably one of the more interesting characters, I think. I've seen mm-hmm. one of the Avengers and he's like goofy and funny. Mm-hmm. It's really unique and well done. And it's yeah. got a bit of the, uh, like recursion, like world bending, alternate timelines, et cetera. Yep. Um, and it's got Owen Wilson. Um, it's got Tom Hiddleston. It's mm-hmm. just a highly, highly recommend Loki on Disney Plus. Maybe that's not going to win any Emmy or Oscar or whatever, but yep. I that gets my vote for 2021. Nice. And you didn't feel out of place, you know, not being a Marvel guy at all? Like no, watching. No, it's yeah, very, nice. it's. It's its own little thing. There's no yeah. Now, now that I think about it, I don't think there's another Marvel character in it. It's not like connected to the universe in the mm-hmm. way that the others are. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, Loki's been on my list. I haven't watched it yet, uh, but mainly because I canceled Disney Plus. But I definitely might uh, get that one back just to watch Loki at some point. Yeah, and no um, movies. I, I watched probably yeah one watched, or two movies, and they're all bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched not a lot of movies this year, um, so I'm also going to be going the show direction. Um, this is a tough call. I, I think if I'm going to go with one um, along the sort of because of its uniqueness and we talked about this one, its uniqueness and its um, well doneness, I would say for 2021 alone, I think I'll pick White Lotus, Oh, um, which, you know, that's I, a fine pick. It's not it's not all the way at the top of my list of shows I've watched, you know, but I in 2021, I didn't watch a whole lot of shows, I don't think. I wanted to give you um, shit for saying the well doneness of it, but <laughs> it's true. That's why it's good. Yeah. Well, right. Because because it's not because like it's the, well done. <laughs> right. It's not like yeah. the most particularly like riveting show. You know, it's not like something that you couldn't you couldn't put down the remote and and you know, um, or I good guess you couldn't pick up the remote. <laughs> um, but uh, so there's that. I, I want to give a couple honorable mentions. Um, I think I'm, I I might have mentioned this one to you. Um, Manifest. Have you ever watched Manifest? Oh, with the. The plane, the plane, plane no. show. Yeah, no, I like actually lo- like manifest a lot. Like lost two. It's lost two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, it, it's you know not really the same as lost, but it's got a lot of lostness to it. I really like manifest, and, and I, I'm glad that they basically. Uh, I sort of discovered it when it was all one day. It was number one on Netflix in the U.S., and I was like, oh, like let me see what this show is. And it had come out in 2018. And I'm like, why is this number one on Netflix? And then I kind of saw like an article about it on like some article online. That was the reason it was number one was because they had just announced they were canceled. They basically weren't renewing it. 
and like all the fans of the show were like revolting essentially and like just you know streaming it to get it up to number one and then they ended up saying they'll do a fourth season no way like a, they yeah. brute forced another they brute season forced another season out wow of yeah so well well it well netflix picked it up so it was like an, right. i think it was an nbc show oh gotcha and netflix like because of the that reaction like picked up a fourth season yeah at least netflix that's what i like, read we got we got spare yeah. change yeah <laughs> yeah right um so anyway that's my honorable mention because i that was one that kind of came out of nowhere that i really enjoyed it was not specifically only 2021 but season three was in 2021 so um so there you go there's my uh my pick and honorable mention all right so, those are good and no movies we, no movies i we mean recommend no movies yeah i watched uh i think you might have watched this one a while ago but i watched enola holmes that movie uh oh uh, with did you watch it's that it's like sherlock with, holmes with, yeah yeah with no, the I didn't 11, watch it, but, with the stranger things girl yeah. yeah it was pretty good i thought um okay. n- you know it was like nominated for awards but it wasn't didn't blow me away but yeah. figured we'll it was have, worth um, mentioning because i haven't watched a lot of movies so yeah and I, I we i said it on the show but don't watch uh, one oh, yeah. night in Soho or only last night in Soho. Just oh, right. Yeah. Terrible. I saw movie. that. Don't, I yeah. saw that and I forgot you had said it. I didn't uh, really strongly consider it, but now I, now I remember. So yeah, strongly don't consider Good to it. Know. <laughs> um, and we'll have Murph on for Murphy's law when the Oscars come yeah, out too. Oscars, we right. got to have a little, uh, yeah. Oscar show with Murph. Absolutely. Um, so, so there's, there's uh Murph's question. Thanks for that one. And then we have an anonymous question that came in, which is uh, a holiday theme question. So, uh, this one might be polarizing between us, Steve. So wow, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Uh, sunny Christmas or snowy Christmas? So if you had to pick, what would you pick? Clear. I mean, <laughs> I, I know what's going to happen so, here. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we both I'm going to say gonna sunny here. Christmas, <laughs> and you're going to say snowy Christmas. Right. So yeah, I will. Let, let me. Let me. Um, in the interest of transparency. I, I literally have never experienced a sunny Christmas. Oh. Well, I mean, n- that is not to literally say it's never been sunny on Christmas. No, but, but it, the spirit of this question is warm weather, sunny Christmas. Right, like I beach, beach Christmas right. or I have, like... Yeah. I've never been away from New England on Christmas. Wow. So, yeah. So, so this, yeah. my thought is like, if I'm sitting in my apartment in Tampa and it's like hot out, of course, I'd rather be in like the snow and like Boston. Yeah. But if, if what I'm thinking, what I imagine this question to be as like, you take vacation Christmas or you take like, yeah, right. you take e- either one is best version of is like, right. okay, you're on the beach. You took vacation to Florida. You have Christmas mm-hmm. on the beach. You make a snowman out of sand and like, yeah. <laughs> you just love it. Or right. you do like your cabin and you do your, it's snowing and you have the hot tea. I I will, I will say there's an argument to be made for snowy Christmas just in general. It's yeah. You know, it's classic snow fireplace, hot chocolate. Yeah. But that also means that it's probably cold the day before and the day after and for the next (laughs) six months. (laughs) (laughs) The key being the next six months. So like, I, I like, yeah. So, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, so, I I still won't I wouldn't change my answer away from snowy but I you know it would certainly help the snowy argument if you could truly evaluate it in a vacuum only if you like, could ima- evaluate like imagining, it in a vacuum yeah January first it, it's like nice again you know like, if you could do like like you said if it could snow here in Tampa on Christmas yeah if it could go, if it was seventy five up until the twenty fourth and on the twenty fifth it was twenty five degrees and snowy <laughs> and then the next day it was eighty degrees again. Yeah, I choose snowy Christmas. That right. is that is a fact. Right, it just but, it's just yeah, how you imagine Christmas. Yeah, by the same token, I I bet you you could find tons of people who live 
maybe even places more worse than here. Like if you live like in like North Dakota or something and it's like, you know, if they're 10 degrees like every day for like ever. Right. And it's like if you could tell them that it could be 75 and sunny for that day, like maybe and and then it'll go back to being snowy. Yeah. They might choose the same thing. Right. They might they might choose for the difference in what their status quo is. Right. So. So it's interesting, but yeah, I think I'm always going to stick with the snowy. I just, it, I mean, it's obviously just like a mindset, right? But yeah. like, that's, you know, just like, that's what I associate it with. Right. Yeah. So, so there you go. There you go. So I think it sounds Good like you questions. picked sunny, but, but seeing both sides of it. I picked sunny cause I'm, yeah, I hate this. I just hate the cold. I hate the length yeah. of the cold yeah, in snowy right. places. Right. Right. But that's that not sense. really the spirit of the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So. Thanks for the questions. Uh, reminder, uh, DerekandSteve.com slash ask or uh, usually on Instagram uh, the day that we're going to be recording. I post a little story that you can respond to. So keep an eye out for that and submit your questions for next episode. Uh, so thanks for that. So brings us into section number three, which is miscellaneous. So Steve, you want to kick us off here? I am going to kick us off, Derek. We have, or at least maybe I have, I don't know if you have any, but <laughs> holiday gift ideas. It is early yeah. enough, people. You can still get gifts. You can still get gifts. Yeah delivered online if you must yeah so yeah. this is an important time to think about gifts because i am a i am not a prepper i'm a very good gift giver but i yep. don't think ahead yep um so i have an easy a medium and an expert level gift basically just price ranges yep uh, so my ideas and these are if you've heard all these you've probably you've, you've done 30 christmases in your life you've done this before but <laughs> the easy is, is classic plants books or candles the older i get go. the more i love all three of those things yeah if i got you a 30 dollar candle derek would you be happy uh yeah probably yes yeah yeah a good, yeah, candle, a good quality candle or, yeah or a book that i like i think you'd like that's like mm-hmm. i've thought put a little effort into books um, is a little trickier so i was talking to i was talking to someone about this recently about how you know Getting books is a great idea if you can be confident that you think they'll like the book and that they haven't read the book, you know, because that's also if they, either have, if they either have it or, you know, it's not one of those things where you're like, oh, I saw so-and-so wearing that shirt. I know they have it, right? Right. You might not know they have a book. And I actually remarked, like, I can't imagine trying to buy Steve a book for Christmas. Like, I w- would have to literally ask you, like, give me three books that you that you don't have that you yeah, want. That's you know? fair. Because like for for an avid reader, it can be hard to buy books, you know. Right. But it for an it, for someone who you know isn't like a very avid reader, and you could be confident they didn't read that book or don't have yeah. the book. I think it's a good gift idea. I so. think one of the um, so I've had that dilemma, and I think a good workaround is buy them a cool book, a book that yeah. they may not even have to read, but it would be cool to own. So like, I got my cousin Luke the autobiography of Gucci Man, and it's just like. <laughs> It's just Gucci Man's hand and a and a ring on it, and it's like a it looks like a coffee table book. Yeah, and like everybody knows Gucci Man. Everyone knows Gucci Man's cool. He's been to prison. <laughs> he's like, I know he's like reformed himself, ATL rapper. He's just like, yeah. I mean, he may never read it, but he's got the autobiography of Gucci Man, <laughs> or like um, or like a I don't know if she can hear, but I got uh, I won't say it. I won't yeah, say too it. risky, too risky, too risky to say what yeah. I got what I got, Kelsey. Yeah. But um, a fun let's say a funny book. So if they yeah. like something, get them like a. I don't know, like a comedy, but like if they, yeah. if, if you like cars, get them like a stupid car right, or like right, a right. calendar. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. So you don't have to go, 
if you know the person like me, if you know I read a ton of yeah. fiction books, just give me something crazy. Right, yeah. right, exactly. No, those are good ideas. Um, the only thing I'll add into the kind of easy, which might border onto medium for some things, is uh, taking any of those ideas really, and and like you said, like things that they like. And just going straight to Etsy and just like searching that term. Yes. And just point. browse forever. Like like, like yeah. if they like books, but you don't want to get them a book, go to Etsy and type books. And right. like just just browse like what book related gifts are there. That's you know? a very good point. Etsy's um, a very good spot. For, for for having a general idea and then browsing everything, right? Because otherwise you don't know what site to go to if you're just like, oh, I need something related to books, right? Um, so that I think is a is a go to for sure. So good stuff. All right. Medium, you got medium Moving ideas. To medium. I'm gonna. Yep. So, I put events down, but it's not specific enough. So, like, you get a play, <laughs> a trip, a date night, whatever. Everyone loves a sports you have game. To, yeah, sports game. You have specific to the person, but here's a medium yeah. that's very good. Uh, if you like board games, I can mm. recommend Splendor. Have you okay. played Splendor, Derek? No, I haven't. Um, I'm not gonna describe it. You're just gonna have to trust me that it's a <laughs> very easy and fun. Okay. Three to five player game. It's quick. It's nice. it's there's like activities. You're like exchanging coins and, and pulling cards. Yep. Um. It's and I, and I've I was like oh maybe it's just my friend group that likes it and I've heard from multiple people randomly I was like oh you have a big board game selection what's your favorite like I love Splendor like oh we love Splendor oh so, wow nice if you're look if you're a board I'll game person yeah and you are looking or you're scrounging for gifts Splendor is a great gift nice nice yeah. I'll check that one out. Um, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of medium ideas to add there. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. cause you're going to buy me the expert level. Gift. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the expert level gift, <laughs> this is stupid. I'm more just giving a plug for, for this yeah. thing because I like it a lot. Um, so Derek, you have a Peloton, correct? Yes. Yes. So a Peloton falls into this category. Right. But right. I recently used a thing called the Tempo. Um, and it. it's basically, you know what the mirror is? Yes, I have heard of that. So it's a version of the mirror, except okay. it's um, it stands on its own. It's like an like an A-frame, looks like kind of like an easel, like a mm-hmm. painting easel. Yep. And there's a box underneath it that holds weights. And so it's basically hmm. a home gym in and it takes up very little space. Like it just stands straight up. The only thing is you have to have like space away from it so it can right. see you in the camera. Right. But it like judges your form. It um there's uh, tons of classes. You can connect your music to it. It's touchscreen. It yeah. tracks all your stuff. It, it'll, it'll, it's just, hmm. if you're looking to buy one of these high end Peloton type things like mm-hmm. home workout systems, yep. I can vouch for the tempo. It's okay. spectacular. Nice. Yeah. And when you, when you say it's a version of the mirror, do you just mean it's like a different, a different like t- thing it's, similar to the mirror or is it actually the same like company? It's a different company, but okay, the same yeah, yeah. exact idea. Concept. So like how yeah, Peloton okay. is bikes. Right. Mirror is right. a mirror with like hit workouts. Yep. Tempo is also a screen with hit workouts. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. a bit more versatile because it comes with weights and yep. all, like different things to do where the mirror is like just body weights, I think. Yeah. Right. 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 Nice. Yeah. There you go. The tempo. The tempo. It's, it's, if you want to, it's over a thousand dollars, but it's, yeah. If you're, it's an expert that's level gift. It's an expert level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, some, some people might rather, like, some people, you know, maybe get the fatigue of like getting gift after gift after gift. And right. maybe people Just are like, Hey, one. get me one big one. Yeah, and exactly. It's, um, it's all installed. It, they, they come to your house, install it and it's done. They connect it to Wi-Fi. They make sure it works and then they yeah. leave. Like they yeah. do everything. How portable is it as far as like the mirror? I think you have to plug in like 
legit drill into the wall and the tempo right, you okay. can fold up. It's it's still big and clunky. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's in my I used it at a friend's house when we were watching his house yeah, over yeah. over a break and it doesn't look like it's it's not like obtrusive. You know, you're not like Yeah, yeah. walking in and be like, "Oh, what's that thing?" It just kind of yeah, looks yeah. like a mirror, looks kind of like a thing in the corner. It's just yeah, yeah I meant more like just the, the fact that you can move it, kind of like you said, like the mirror maybe is like yeah. more you have to keep it in a certain spot or when they install it, right? Like you is it a hassle the, to move it? Yeah. I think you could move the tempo. I think once right. they install it, you could just unplug it and plug it back in. Right. Nice. Nice. So there you go. There, there's an expert level idea for some of you out there. If uh, if, if one of you gets a tempo for Christmas, you can thank us now. So. Oh, yeah. Um, and please let me use it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. So that brings us to the final drive. Um, looks like we're into the last few topics. So I'll kick off a few of them here. Um, first one, uh, Steve, I don't think you play any Warzone, do you really? No, I, I used to, but well, yeah. not Warzone, but I used to be a Call of Duty guy and I right, haven't gotten right. into the new like Fortnite style yeah. gaming. That is the style, the free right. game with all the you know paid things that they may get all the kids to give, let their parents give them their credit card and, right. and buy everything on it, right? Just but, like skins um, and guns. And yeah, that. exactly. Um, so Warzone's obviously been popular. I probably talked about it way back when it came out. Um, finally, new map uh, came out this past week. Uh, Caldera is the name of it. There's some good and some bad. Uh, my quick thoughts: great map, great um, kind of change up for all every you know after two years basically of playing the same kind of huge map in call of duty but so many glitches <laughs> like really? just like the most glitches uh, that you could imagine at least the first couple times we played it so um early returns i'll say very good but lots of uh problems to fix but the potential is there for sure so now is it just now this is the new map and you play this for two years the same map for pretty, two years i mean pretty much which is a little bit what's people are a little disappointed because the thing is Call of Duty came out with new games throughout this, right? Like there's a right. there's a title well, you can buy. Like well, Call that's of Duty my question. Vanguard. Like, how is how is Warzone better than Call of Duty, where you like team deathmatch with a bunch of different levels and gun? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, what's so the what's really, the sell? I, I think the sell is the um, the sort of the collaborative play. I think, but like the even though team deathmatch is collaborative, it's kind of like chaos. Like, when, like when you play like ten yeah. on ten, like. But, but trust me, I remember like when we were in college, right? It's like you could play Team Deathmatch for hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours and hours. And like that was like the game that everyone was obsessed with, right? And I think it just uh, it just developed where Warzone like has this big style game of like 150 people, teams of four. And it's like it's so gratifying when you win one that you just get kind of hooked into it, right? How many of but, you won? Uh, quite a few, but like, oh, okay. you know, but, but that's over two years, right? I probably won like... You know 20 20 times oh, maybe um with our good. team though look, look it's not like, you. yeah you know so um uh but but so i think ultimately it's uh they've come out with games uh in between and i think some people are disappointed that they're not leveraging those games more to change warzone right like like put some of more of those games into warzone so that warzone changes every time you release yeah. a new game well warzone's hey, free <laughs> it, well it's exactly it's free and the thing is they could still make changes to it, but people love it. And the people that are using the free version without buying the games, they don't even know anything about the new games. So like you don't want to upset them with a change. So either way, um, good and bad, but we'll see how they develop it. So mm. there's that. Um, you want to do the one of the topics you put? Sure. Amazon, try before you buy. So uh, I, I was way higher on this before it showed up at my office today. <laughs> Um, so I was looking to buy new sunglasses. I was like, oh, Ray-Bans, like I need, like my old ones are broken. I need new ones. Yeah. Looking at some new shapes, some new, like, I don't know. You just kind of, 
it's hard when you when you buy new sunglasses. Like look, like when you bought your new glasses, like yeah. you went circular and like oh it looks great. But like how do you make that decision? How do you right. change your shape? Right. Um, so I was like oh looking at a bunch, looking at a bunch, and I was about to click. I finally decided what I wanted. I was about to click buy, and underneath buy there was a it said try before you buy. I was like oh yeah, what does that mean? I, I guess yeah. I guess that'll help my like decision paralysis, like not to have to pay right now. Right. And so I click try before you buy, and then it said you can get five more. I was like five more. So I put five pairs of sunglasses in my Amazon cart and checked out with zero dollars. Yeah. And they sent me a box with a return label. And so now I have five Ray-Bans here and it's it's great, but now I've I'm way further from making a decision now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is I don't I don't know if that's the point. Like do they want you to like maybe buy two or to like yeah, reconsider? <laughs> um but I, I wish I had just pressed buy. I really do. Because then I would have had seeing them in my hands and being able to use them. It's not even like going to a sunglasses hut where you're just like, eh, yeah. one, two, one, two, one, two, this. This yeah. is like, oh, now they're sitting in my house and I put one on every day and walk around. Yeah. So it is, it wasn't, it's a very cool feature and only Amazon could pull it off because they're gigantic. But yeah. I don't know if it was more helpful in helping me decide which glasses I wanted. They're banking on you never deciding, I think. So. Right. And so I put a, uh, I put a um, request out to my Snapchat followers. I, I gave them both options. Uh, did you vote, Derek? No, I, I didn't. I, I'll have to look at it again, though. Check and, Snapchat and, and, and yeah. vote. Because um, I narrowed it down to two glasses. And now the, the 24 hours before I tally the yeah. votes. But All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so there's Amazon Tribe for you. Bye. And then the last topic in the final drive uh, applies to both of us. Boston College, um, despite a somewhat uh, disappointing season, still nonetheless bowl eligible, uh, going to the military bowl against East Carolina. Uh, kind of boring enough <laughs> result sure. for us yep. there. But <laughs> yeah. the, the bigger news for BC what is we that deserve. <laughs> quarterback Phil Dracovic is coming back for another yes. season for his senior year. That was um, huge. With aspirations, like literally... Some of a lot of these guys are the reporters and stuff are already saying like he's going to be near the top of the quarterback draft, the quarterback list, you know, as right. far as the quarterbacks for the NFL draft go in 2023. So big news for BC getting Phil back. Now he's just got to convince uh, his best receivers, Zay Flowers, to come back and we'll be in great shape. So, yeah, all I mean, if we had high hopes, some injuries, so it's it's good yep. to to feel like we haven't lost that right. season. It's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not all for nothing. So, right. So there you go. I think that'll do it for episode 156. Only 10 weeks to go till our new sound effect. Yes. And, uh, Hopefully we'll sooner. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on 157. Later days.